This one is for you, Virgil. This fic does not have a name, but is my longest domestic AU fic so far. New unread notification from Dad. Subject, can you come to the kitchen for a moment? One minute ago. Reply or clear? Nagisa had to admit he was a little bit annoyed by the text message that had popped up on his phone that rested next to him on his desk. He had been in the middle of rereading one of the many hundreds of books that lay on his bookshelves, yet he still picked up the mobile device, reading the message before he set his phone down, hopping out of his desk chair. He looked in the mirror, dusting himself off and adjusting the scarf that he always wore around his neck. He had lived here for two years now, and there definitely wasn't any sort of dress code, but being in his nicer clothes felt comforting to the boy as he kept up his formal attitude. It had begun to slowly fade over time, yet he would still cling to it, and today his outfit consisted of some nice white dress pants and a button-up dress shirt. It wasn't as overdone as he used to do it, but it still felt nice for him to wear when he was just lounging around the house during the day. He fixed his hair before popping his neck, letting out a sigh before leaving the comfort of his bedroom. It wasn't that he didn't like the rest of the house that he was so gratefully lived in. It just didn't quite fit his own aesthetic. The word he could use it to describe was goth. Lots and lots of goth. Ah, afternoon, Nagisa, Gundam stated, a warm smile on his features. He had been sitting at the kitchen island, sitting down in a pen, as Nagisa could only assume the man was working on paperwork. Even on his days off, Gundam was always working, day and night. It reminded him of himself. Good afternoon, Nagisa returned the polite remark. The annoyance he had vanished as he went to the kitchen's island, pulling up a chair and sitting down next to the emo. He couldn't stay mad at him forever, and especially not about a damn book. Hell, even the simple good mornings and good evenings made him happy. He felt appreciated, noticed, and there was never a day where he hadn't heard his now father of two years greet him as he entered a room. Gundam picked up the paperwork that he had scattered about the small counter, seeming as if he had lost track a little bit with his organization. That was one thing that they didn't have in common. Gundam was a bit prone and bad at organizing his work. Nevertheless, he had gotten all the papers in order and tapped them on the counter to straighten them before setting the stack down, his pen now resting atop a pile of pet adoption forms he was filling out. I lost track of time and forgot to call you down for lunch a while ago. Are you hungry? The man asked, propping his head up with his hand as he looked over to Nagisa, focusing his attention now at the boy fully instead of his work. Ah, right, lunch. At noon. After living in the same roof for the past two years, they had developed a bit of a schedule. It was something the family therapist recommended, concerning where Nagisa had come from and that maybe some healthy structure in the child's life would benefit him and Gundam as well. So they made a schedule. At 7am, Gundam would wake up Nagisa in the morning to shower and prepare for the day. Then at 12, he would invite Nagisa to lunch and at 6, they would sit together for dinner. The clock that Gundam kept hanging in the kitchen now read 12.34pm. It was nice, Nagisa thought to himself, yet the feeling of hunger overloaded his thoughts. Not only had Gundam forgotten, but Nagisa had too. I apologize for not coming down earlier. I suppose I had gotten myself busy with something else. The blue-haired boy sighed, one of his hands absentmindedly playing with the loose ends of his yellow and orange scarf. I am, if it's not too much trouble, I can always make myself something. Nagisa looked down at the kitchen counter, feeling a bit ashamed of himself. He didn't like it when he went off the schedule. Worried that one of these days, Gundam would lash out at him for always forgetting, for being so stupid, that he had such an easy task to do and that he couldn't even keep up with his expectations. 
that he wasn't good enough to even follow a simple daytime schedule. But Gundam never had gotten angry with him. He knew it was just trauma getting to him and that that was what they were working on in therapy. The voice in the back of his head, his father's, didn't mean anything anymore. He was human and he could make mistakes. It was alright. Nonsense. I'll make you something. It is my fault for forgetting today anyways. Gundam spoke with a lighter tone, standing from where he sat, and went to the fridge to look at what they had. Is there anything in particular you would like? He hummed, looking bad at his son as he kept the fridge door open. Uh, no. Anything would be alright. Nagisa had responded, noticing his slight slouch as he fixed his posture. Gundam tapped his foot, his eyes squinting slightly as he looked around for something quick to make, but he soon got an idea, grabbing a bag of salad mix out of the vegetable drawer and a bottle of Caesar dressing. He set the two items on the island, grabbing two bottles of water as well. He slid one of them over to Nagisa before he closed the door, humming a tune to himself. I hope this is alright. I need to go to the grocery shopping sometime soon. The emo mumbled the last part mostly to himself as he grabbed a large bowl from one of the cabinets setting it down in front of him. Should I begin to make a list of what we need around the house? Nagisa chipped in, focusing his attention less on the intrusive thoughts and more on what his dad was doing. That would be quite helpful, thank you, the man said before he grabbed the large spoons from one of the drawers. So, Gundam had poured about half the bag's contents into the bowl. Do you recall the man I was talking to you about a few days ago? Hajime? Nagisa was quick to respond, remembering the conversation with quite a lot of detail. And it had been his dad's most recent date with the man he had only heard stories of, and he seemed a bit over the damn moon about them, almost too excited. Nagisa felt a bit of anxiety bubble in his gut at the mention of his dad's date. Yes, Hajime Hinata. Gundam had smiled, sparing his son a look before he poured a bit of Caesar dressing into the bowl of salad and veggies. He noticed a tinge of anxiety in his eyes as he mentioned him, internally sighing to himself before saying the next part. He will be coming over for dinner tonight, he said, waiting to see Nagisa's reaction before he dares say anything more. He tossed the veggies in the salad dressing. Could I have had an earlier warning? Nagisa sighed, not really liking the idea of a man, an adult no less, who he had never met entering his home. This was his safe place, and nothing could hurt him here. He and Gundam were opening the doors to some man he hadn't even known about until a few days ago. It... It felt ridiculous, yet Nagisa knew he was being selfish about the situation. He knew how lonely Gundam was, even when he was around. He understood the feeling. So why was he so upset about someone coming to his dad's life that could be considered an improvement? Well, Nagisa was afraid he'd lose his dad. The only one who truly cared for him, gave him a safe roof over his head, fed him, was so kind to him, he couldn't stomach the thought of someone just coming in and taking that away from him. He desperately didn't want to be forgotten or treated or as lesser than what he was. He knew it, that he was selfish, but deep down he wanted to keep Gundam to himself. No, I apologize. We had made the plans earlier this morning. I had seen you were busy reading and did not want to disturb you. Gundam grabbed two bowls from the cabinet to his left, scooping some salad into each. I know it must be quite unnerving or even scary to have someone you don't know yet or trust in your home. Gundam went on, going over to the nearby bread box and taking out a sourdough loaf inside he and Nagisa had made together. He grabbed the bread knife from their knife block, slicing off a few pieces. But Hajime is truly a wonderful man. Gundam had turned to face Nagisa, sliding him a salad bowl and a slice of bread. 
It was a light lunch, but it would do the trick till they got more groceries. Nagisa didn't respond as he took the bowl of bread. Mumbling a quick thank you, he knew he had to grow out of his childish fears. He knew he had to start learning how to trust new faces, how to make friends, how to become a normal person. But it was hard, and this was another difficult obstacle on his path. He didn't want to make Gundam upset. If it's anything, Gundam sat back down next to Nagisa, an arm going around the kid's shoulders. I have an understanding on how you feel, but I will be alright. Hajime is probably even more nervous about all of this than you are. He gave his son a reassuring look before he picked up his fork, taking a bite of his salad. Nagisa could do this. He could stop acting so childish and get his act together. He could do it for Gundam, if not, then for himself. What time do they plan on arriving? Nagisa stuck his fork into the leafy greens of his salad, hesitating for a moment before eating. They will be here around 5.30, dinner will be a bit late, so if you want any snacks or anything before then, help yourself to what is ever in the cabinets. Are you dressing nice? Huh? Oh. Hmm. I should, shouldn't I? Gundam asked, the question definitely piquing his interest. You should, Nakisa stated as he continued to eat his meal. It was quite good, he had to admit, yet his appetite almost felt ruined by the thoughts that were circling around in his head. Right. I guess I should have thought of that beforehand. Gundam took a bite from his slice of bread, a small smile creeping onto his face. There was still a bit of tension lingering in the air from their conversation, so he decided to change the subject. What was that book you were reading earlier? It looked quite lengthy. It's the biography of a World War II soldier from Germany. Nagisa felt a lot better about the subject change, especially since it delved into something he is still more passionate about. He was a huge history buff, and his extremely high intelligence and reading level only escalated his interest as he had more material to add to his memory collection of the past. Without wasting a second, Nagisa was off about the book he had been reading, telling Gundam all about it, as the man stayed quiet and listened, nodding his head a few times and smiling as he listened to his son rant on and on and on. Eventually, they had both finished their meals, taken their bowls to the sink and cleaning up after themselves before starting up a grocery list for the house. Milk, trash bags, snacks, water, fruits. It didn't take long before the two finished. Gundam bent down to give Nagisa a tight hug before he decided to head out and go to the store, telling the boy to lock up the house while he was gone. To this, Nagisa nodded, returning the hug before Gundam said his goodbyes, leaving Nagisa alone in their two-bedroom, one-bath home. Well, what now? He could clean the house before Gundam got back so that he wouldn't have to worry about it later. Maybe it would get him in the right sort of mind about what was going to come later that night. Right, stress cleaning. So he grabbed the broom and a dustpan, getting himself to work in silence as he let himself overthink of what needed to be cleaned and what was already finished. About an hour had passed and he had finally finished what he was busy cleaning, quickly realizing that most of the house wasn't actually very dirty. He sighed, putting the cleaning supplies away. What to do, what to do. Right, his book. He could go back to reading. He had remembered that he hadn't yet finished the biography he had picked up earlier in the day. So after adjusting the scarf around his neck, he headed back to his room, his determination only being stopped by a small note he saw taped to his door. He got closer, pulling the small slip of paper off from his door, holding it close so that he could read the handwriting. I washed your binder last night for you. It's hanging in the laundry room when you get a chance. Although he knew there was only one other person in the house, the handwriting alone was a dead giveaway of who put the note on his door. Well, he guessed he should grab his clothes from the laundry room now, seeing as there is nothing really else stopping him from doing so. 
It only took him a moment before he had gotten to the laundry room. Opening the door to see his black tank top binder hanging on the wall, hey, waiting for him, he smiled slightly, feeling grateful for the gesture as he walked inside, but something else grabbed his attention as well. There was some folded up clothes in the dryer to his right, and another note laying on top. He felt confused as he walked over to the folded clothes, picking up the small purple piece of paper. There was a present box drawn on most of the paper, and in the corner was Prince, written in Gundam's handwriting. It was a nickname he had given, given Nagisa to make him feel better when he was having a hard day. It was something that made his heart feel warm. The blue-haired boy set the note to the side gently, picking up what seemed to be a black dress shirt and some pants. And wow, this was really a nice material. He felt quite surprised that he had gotten something this nice. The present he seemed to receive was not yet over. When he unfolded the new, high-quality black dress shirt, flashes of gold caught his attention. Nagisa set the shirt back down on the dryer, picking up the sleeves to see gold metal cufflinks that held the fabric together. They were in the shape of opened books and, perfect, and looked perfectly polished. He felt his heart skip a beat as the cold metal on his skin, wondering if this had to be real. And if it was, this was quite expensive, but he wasn't done investigating. He picked up the shirt by its collar, seeing that pinned to the fabric was a gold metal pin, one of a recognizable globe. The smile on his face only grew as he inspected it, noticing some gold thread on the inside of his shirt. He popped the collar of the black dress shirt, the inside of the collar's fabric, having his own name embroidered on the inside where only he could see. It, it was amazing. This must have been so expensive. And they weren't exactly loaded with cash. How did he manage to do this? Why would he do this for him? Part of his brain said he absolutely wasn't worthy of this. He didn't deserve to be treated with kindness. He was only here to be used and abused to his pleasure. He was here to be a rat to test on. He didn't deserve nice things like dress shirts, or a roof over his head, or food, or acknowledgement. But the majority of his brain knew that he deserved nice presents once in a while. He deserved to be happy, and safe, and fed, and to be loved. He deserved the dress shirt and pants he had received, and he could barely describe the feeling of joy that seeped from his soul. This was nice. He thought to himself as he held the clothes close to his chest, almost missing the sound of the front door closing and his dad stating his arrival. He left the laundry room in a bit of a hurry to meet back with his Gundam. The clothes still held close to his person as he approached his dad, who had arms full of groceries. The look on his dad's face quickly turned into happiness as he set the groceries down on their kitchen counter. He came over to hug him, hearing a muffled thank you from the boy as he gave his head a light pat. Of course, you deserve it. Gundam knelt down to meet the kid more face to face, nudging his shoulder. So, did you try them on yet? We could get them fitted if they don't. I... no, I didn't try them on yet. Nagisa smoke, spoke, trying to keep up his more pretentious attitude, yet some excitement had broken into his voice. Well, be sure to try them on before tonight. I want to see how good you look in them. Gundam started taking the groceries out of their bags, setting them down on the counter. Right. I will make sure to do that. His voice trailed off as he began to grab things off the counter and put them away, as his way of helping Gundam out. Hey, Dad? The world, the word was still tough for Nagisa to say, the syllable was getting stuck between his teeth as he spoke. Hmm? Yes? I, I love you. Thank you for the gift. Nagisa finally spit out, having to stop himself so he wouldn't fuck it up or stutter. He was getting better. He was improving. He was happy in that moment. I love you too, Nagisa.
few hours had passed since they put all their groceries away. Hajime was going to arrive soon as the clock on Nagisa's nightstand rode 5.13pm. The blue-haired boy sighed, closing the rather large book he invested himself in and set it down on the other side of the bed. He couldn't just sit there and wallow about it anymore, letting the anxiety bubble up within him with each passing minute. That wouldn't do no good for him. For anyone. So he went to his closet, getting out his current outfit and sliding on his binder. After adjusting the stretchy fabric around his chest, he grabbed the new pants he had gotten in a matching black belt to go with it. They they fit perfectly to him, which made a small smile crack into the corners of his lips. Next was the new black dress shirt, which, after he put on, he noticed was comfortably snug. It wasn't too tight or constricting, and it definitely wasn't baggy, either. It heightened his masculine figure, giving the boy a large boost in confidence. He looked himself in the mirror, quite the goofy smile on his features as he turned in each and every way, absolutely loving the new fit. It was perfect. He internally thanked Gundam for the outfit. The clock read 5.25. Right. He's coming soon. Nagisa forcefully pushed his nervousness down as he used his hands to fix his hair, unintentionally stalling for time. 5.28. He couldn't be late. That would be horrible. He let his shoulders fall and relax as he looked himself in the mirror, trying to settle himself. It will be alright, he told himself, before finally he picked his feet up, leaving his bedroom and making sure to close the door behind him. It would be fine. It was just dinner, right? How bad could this be? He could hear the sound of sizzling and pans moving in the kitchen as he assumed Gundam was busy prepping dinner. The boy walked into the kitchen to say hello and to show off his new fit. Good evening, Nagisa. Gundam spoke, clear excitement in his voice as the man turned on his heel. He had been dressed in a black dress pants, long-sleeved red button-up, and black vest. He certainly looked nice. That was something. Good evening, Nagisa responded. You look great. Do they fit you alright? Gundam tilted his head a bit, splitting his attention between the food he was cooking and his son. Yeah, it fits quite comforting. dong The clock on the kitchen wall read 531. He knew who would be at the door when he opened it, and the thought almost made him sick to his stomach. He could feel his hands becoming clammy as he reached for his- his scarf was missing. No, uh, what a stupid mistake. Damn it. He quietly cursed himself, not loud enough for Gundam to hear. Could you please grab the door, Prince? Gundam called, noticing the nervousness in Nagisa's step. He had been busy at the stove and would definitely be unsafe and idiotic to leave the kitchen unattended. He just had to open the door for him. Right. It was simple. He could do it. He just had to open the door, let the man inside, and then he wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. He took a deep breath, nodding towards Gundam before he walked up to the front door. Ding dong. The door opened. There stood Hajime Hinata, the man Gundam had been seeing for the past couple of weeks. The sight was... underwhelming. He wore a simple white dress shirt with some brown slacks and had a signature tie on. He wore a nervous smile on his face, and his hair could be compared to a hedgehog. One thing that did catch second in Nagisa's interest was the man's heterochromia, making him question internally if it was a contact like his dad used or if that was something that came to him naturally. He seemed to be holding something behind his back, yet Nagisa couldn't make out what it was. He tried to push back the worst-case scenario out of his mind as he opened the door wider. Hey! Oh, you aren't Gundam. One of Hajime's hands went to the back of his neck. He wasn't even trying to hide how nervous he was. It was pitiful, Nagisa thought to himself. I guess that means you must be Nagisa. My name's Hajime Hinata. It's nice to meet you. The brunette flashed a warm smile to the blue-haired boy. 
his free hand reaching as if for a handshake. Nagisa didn't want to interact with him. It was selfish, he knew it was, but he couldn't help his actions as he simply kept his hands to his sides. Come in, he stated coldly, leaving the door open for Hajime. He had begun to put his walls up again. He still couldn't tell what was behind the man's back, and it was making him worry greatly. So far, his first impression was not good. Thank you, Hajime simply responded, taking his hand back and wiping it off on his pants before stepping inside. Nagisa finally got a glimpse of what the man held behind him, a bouquet of black and red roses and a card in a black envelope. Well, at least he understood his dad's goth taste. He's in the kitchen. Nagisa broke the silence, shoving his hands into the pockets of his pants and walking off to the kitchen's home. The home's kitchen. He heard a quick, oh, and footsteps walking behind him as he left the front of the house. Ajume, how was your drive, dear? Right. He should let the two catch up before he gets involved in anything. This was his dad's date, anyway. He snuck out his way out of the kitchen, listening to their simple small talk as he left for the living room, sitting down on the couch and flicking the TV on. He heard the two exchange compliments and a warm thank yous from his dad after accepting the gift from Hajime had brought him. It made Nagisa uncomfortable, to say at least. He wasn't a fan of having someone here he didn't know, and he didn't and he knew that by distancing himself, he was just making it worse. But he didn't want to talk to them. He didn't want to talk to the man who was taking over his dad's attention. He didn't want to talk to the man who could tear his family apart. Nagisa had been snapped from his thoughts as he heard his name being called from the kitchen, kicking his body into action as he immediately stood and carried himself into the other room of the house. The smell of food and was a bit overwhelming to his senses as he joined the two in the middle of their conversation something to do about Gundam's day at work yesterday. Would you be so kind as to help me set the table, please? Gundam asked, sitting down the towel that he had on his shoulder. Onto the kitchen counter, he guessed dinner was almost ready. Nagisa only nodded, not sparing Hajime even a glance as he walked off to grab plates and glasses from the kitchen's cabinets. He could feel the tension in the air behind him as he held one of the plates in his hands. The sweat in his palms made him nervous that he would drop it. I think I'm going to go to the bathroom quickly before we all sit down, Hashime stated before he headed out of the kitchen, disappearing down the main hall of the house. It was only him and Gundam now, as he set the plate down and held onto the table, hearing his dad yelling, all right, from the other side of the kitchen. The heavy footsteps behind him made his body go completely stiff as he grabbed onto the edge of the table, gripping the tablecloth. He felt his heart rate suddenly escalate as his steps grew closer and closer, his fight or flight kicking in, yet he didn't move. He was just stood, paralyzed. What was going on? Why was he so scared? Weren't they over this kind of reaction? This, this was the whole point of their therapy, to fix things like this. So why was it happening? Why did he feel so lightheaded? Nagisa? Are you alright? Gundam's face turned to a frown when he saw the child flinch, taking care to give him space. The emo set the stack of plates down on the table where he stood, crouching down to get to his son's level. Nagisa looked over to face him, yet he said nothing. His mouth opened and he tried, but his mouth felt dry and his throat felt closed. He had a job to do. He was wasting time. Hajime would be back soon and he was going to fuck this up by not being done in time and Gundam would hate him, kick him out, spit in his face. Prince? The man called out, coming a bit closer. Something just sort of snapped back into place when listening to the nickname, bringing Nagisa back to the present as he let go of a breath in his lungs he had no idea who was holding. That was embarrassing. 
His heart kept beating hard in his chest as he reached over to grab another plate and place it down in its spot. I'm alright. I apologize for worrying you, the boy said with no real feeling. He didn't want Gundam to be mad at him. He just had to shake it all off and keep moving. He didn't want to get punished. Gundam still looked worried as he grabbed the last plate, setting it down at the end of the table. He sighed, going back into the kitchen to grab some drinking glasses placed around the table as well. When he returned, he handed two of the glasses to Nagisa, setting his own class at the section of at his section of the table. You're doing really well tonight, Gundam stated, trying to be reassuring. Well, what was well in this case? He was panicking and freaking out internally, but he kept his cool composure on the outside. Was that the well he was talking about? He didn't know. He nodded along, letting Gundam know he was listening. I know it's difficult and scary. He went on as he grabbed silverware from the drawer, setting a set down by each plate. But I'm really proud of you. I'm glad you're eating dinner with us. Gundam gave Nagisa a smile and a light pat on the shoulder. Thank you. Nagisa swallowed his pride and accepted the compliment, showing his best to silence his intrusive thoughts. His hands still felt gross and sweaty as the blue-haired child went to the kitchen sink to wash his hands, taking a few deep breaths. He didn't feel hungry, if anything, eating sound around Hajime and the thought of it made him a bit nauseous. But Dad was proud of him, and he had to keep living up to the expectation. You can't make them upset, not on his date. Nagisa almost didn't realize Hajime had returned from the bathroom from how quiet he had been. He wondered how much in exchange he had heard while he was in the hallway. That thought really made his stomach turn. Welcome back, he heard Gundam call. From behind him as Hajime walked over to the dinner table, sitting down at one of the farther ends. Right, they had to sit at the same table to eat. Nagisa turned off the sink, drawing his hands quickly as he went to go sit down, being at the opposite end of the table. I'm not prof I'm no professional chef, so I cannot promise good quality. Gundam chuckled to himself as he approached everyone's food. But I've cooked a steak dinner, fit with a few sides that the cookbook said may go well. There was a bright grin on his dad's face as he set the food down gently on the kitchen's island. He grabbed Nagus's plate first, adding a steak and some sautéed vegetables. It was simple yet nice, he thought to himself, as the plate was set in front of him. He saw Gundam grab Hajime's plate next, giving him the same meal with a bit of a larger steak. It made sense. The larger body needs more protein. They could definitely eat more than he could. At last, Gundam served himself, yet he made a tofu steak, following his own vegetarian diet. So, Hajime decided he would start the conversation as Gundam sat down in the middle of the two, pouring himself some water from the pitcher that sat by the vase of red and black roses. How was your day, Nagisa? The boy almost felt like doing a double take as his name left the man's mouth, confused as to why he was the subject of the conversation and not his damn dinner date. But he had to be civil about this. He can't let his dad down. It was fine. And yours? He responded back, yet there wasn't much emotion in his response. He was doing what he needed to get through, and that's all he needed. He cut into his steak, finding it to be closer to medium than medium rare. My day's been alright. Thanks for asking. There was a smile on the brunette's face when he really looked at it. It didn't seem fake. Was he really glad to be having this conversation? So, uh, do you do any clubs or stuff like that after school? Was his next question, which felt a bit personal for someone he had just met. Gundam looked quick to respond to the question, yet he was cut off by Nagisa answering himself. I'm in an online debate team. We are some of the highest ranking in the nation. Nagisa put some of the steak in his mouth, and if he was honest, it wasn't half bad. 
Wow, that's pretty huge. Hodge and May sounded impressed with that, with what the kid said. A small smile of pride now on Gundam's face. He's quite smart. I'm glad you found an outlet for all the information up there. This conversation felt wrong, but he wouldn't interject to make it stop. That would be rude. He only wished he had his scarf with him right now, the current praise making him slightly uncomfortable. I tried going into one of those debate things. He stopped for a moment to get a drink of water before continuing, but I accidentally got heated and dropped an F-bomb on my first debate. Hajime admitted, a chuckle leaving his chest. The embarrassing story put a chip in Nagis's barrier. A small smile had begun pulling at the corner of his mouth. What an idiot. Making a mistake like that? He had seen it plenty of times with low-ranking teams, their players getting overheated and dishing out profanities or insults. How childish of them to act that way. And how did it end up for you in the end? Nagisa had to ask, his curiosity at the end of the story nagging at him in the back of his brain. I was banned from joining the group because I got the group disqualified, but I didn't care much then. It was pretty stupid now that I think back on it. Haji responded before eating more of his dinner. Serves him right, he thought to himself as he went back to his dinner, no longer feeling very interested in the current conversation. Once he felt it had ended, he heard Gundam speak up, breaking the tension in the silence. Do you remember I told, when I told you about that creature, the feline with the broken paw that came in two weeks ago? The emo questioned Hajime, some relief when Gundam had taken over, letting out a quiet sigh as he began eating his dinner again. Over the course of the night's dinner, the conversation continued to switch around between the three that sat at the table, getting each person involved in one way or another. It felt strange to Nagisa that the man their dad had invited in was so nice to him, and he was invested in whatever he had to say. He still felt a bit selfish. Uh, he still felt a bit of a selfish tug at his heart, knowing he still wanted Gundam to himself, yet as they conversed, he did begin to see the man open up and show he wasn't too bad. There definitely wasn't any sort of trust built between the two, but Nagisa felt more comfortable eating his meal, being able to clean his plate instead of dwelling on the nauseous feeling in his stomach. And he had to admit, Hajime was kind of funny. By the end of the dinner, Nagisa couldn't hide the small smile that crossed his features as he got up from the table to put his dishes in the sink. The other two followed behind him, still laughing and chuckling about a joke Hajime had made before he left the table. Hajime could stick around just a little longer. Ah, oh, well, the night is still young. Do you wish to watch a movie? He heard Gundam ask as he started washing the dishes. That sounds great, Hajime had responded, indistinctively grabbing, instinctively grabbing one of the washcloths that hung up from the oven door began drying dishes as Gundam put them in the drying rack. Nagisa felt as if that was supposed to be his cue to leave the two alone. So when he began to step out of the kitchen he heard his name getting called by his dad, he was surely confused. Are you not going to join us for a movie? Huh? Nagisa couldn't help but ask. If you're tired, do free, feel free to go to bed, but you're welcome to join us in whatever we decide to watch," Gundam said with a friendly smile. Nagisa hadn't thought about it that way, and honestly, he didn't want to leave his dad's side, not when he, still, well, not when he knew that Hajime was still here. Oh, then yes, I will join you in your screening. Nagisa had simply stated, his hands delving into the depths of his pockets. He missed having a scarf around his neck. We're going to finish the dishes for the night, and if you want to get dressed as something more comfortable? Uh, yes. I will do that then. I will be back soon. The blue-haired boy had responded pretty quick and to take his leave to a long hall that connected all the rooms. He entered his bedroom, hearing the faint laughter of the two men in the kitchen before he closed the door. 
and he finally let his shoulders drop and his posture relax as he leaned against the door, feeling a whole lot better to be back alone in his room if only for a moment. The, light, the night had been a lot more eventful than he had imagined, and if he was honest, it was much, it was very overwhelming, and it wasn't, and he wasn't particularly prepared for the long conversation the brunette would hold. That being said, Nagisa still didn't know what to think of Mr. Hajime Hinata, who he had met. He didn't exactly hold positive feelings toward him by the end of the dinner was over. He knew that he was still adjusting the new people, and that. He was putting his walls back up for some lowly adult, but he couldn't help but feel so defensive over the one person he cared so deeply for. But he came to a conclusion that for now they could perhaps share Gundam's attention, even if it made him uncomfortable. It was only fair to his dad, as if he tried to keep all of it to himself, it would be incredibly selfish and childish, and there were infinite things that Nagisa would want to be than childish. While Nagisa had been spiraling down in his thoughts, there had been, he had been getting himself undressed, setting his brand new outfit on the desk, and folded it nicely. He took great care to take off the cufflinks and the pin on the collar and place them in a safe spot. Then next was his binder, which he threw on a hanger and put in the closet for safekeeping. He knew that having it on for so long would only end up hurting him, and to be honest, he didn't want to have to deal with the hassle of taking it off right before bed. Now, the new problem that presented itself was what was he going to wear outside of his bedroom? His anxieties and the expectations that he held for himself and the man in his mind told him that he should keep up his formal attire, keep himself presentable, even if he was uncomfortable. But his overall tiredness and overload over his overall tiredness overloaded the decision making part of his thoughts as he decided to lean towards the comfort of his drawers. A simple black dress shirt, a simple black shirt and a gray hoodie from his closet. It was the only one that the boy owned, and on the front and the back was the name and logo of his debate team were printed in dark blue ink. It was something he really only wore to bed and sometimes when he felt like he needed some comfort, so he didn't have much care as he got himself dressed into his more lazy outfit. It felt warm and nice on his skin, a lot different than the fabric of the nicer clothes that he would wear. It felt more normal to be in such clothes. But that wasn't but that wasn't the time to dwell on his choice of clothing, as he suspected Gundam and Hajime were still waiting for him in the living room so they could start their movie. And so he got a move on, opening his door, ready to head out. Yet there was something in his path, a small, quite flat present box laid in the front of his front laid on the floor in the front of his door. Another small paper note taped to the front. Nagiso was quick to grab the box, taking it straight to his bed so he could read what the note had said. You did amazing tonight. I'm very proud of you. Forgive me, I forgot to set this with your outfit earlier, outfit earlier this morning. Nagisa was a bit confused, but overall quite excited to see what was in the box. It also helped that the compliment that was written on the box definitely made him feel a little bit better about the night's events. And so the blue-haired boy opened the cardboard box, a bit shocked to see what was inside. He lifted a brand new scarf out of the box one with light blue stripes that matched his hair color and pastel purple stripes that reminded him of Gundam. On one of the ends, he saw his own name embroidered into the heavenly soft material. On the other hand, on the other end, he saw Prince had been embroidered in as well. The boy felt a familiar prick behind his eyes as he held the clothing close to his face, taking in the moment for what it was worth. No, he couldn't get too emotional over this. He had to meet back with the other two, seeing as they had a movie to watch. 
Nagisa wasted no time wrapping the new scarf around his neck, rubbing the fabric between the pointer finger and his thumb as he left his bedroom. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. He responded to both of their greetings as he entered the room, his heart feeling a little bit warmer as he went to the living room couch where the two sat. He left one side of the couch open for Nagisa to sit next to Gundam before starting their movie. They seemed to have settled on some sort of World War II documentary series, and Nagisa had the question in his mind if they had picked it because of what he had told Gundam about his book earlier. Nonetheless, he was quickly invested in the movie, not being able to help it as the film piqued his interest, though he did notice that Gundam's other side. He had been holding hands with Hajime, whispering a gross, just loud enough for only himself to hear. Over the course of the lengthy film, Nagisa had been feeling his exhaustion start to get to him, and he subconsciously moved his body over to be leaning into Gundam's side to find a comfortable sleeping position. His mind was riddled with thoughts about the movie that was on in front of him, but also thoughts on Hajime and Gundam and the entire night as a whole. But as time went on, his own tiredness had begun to shut down all his overwhelming thoughts, leaving him with just the warm feeling of his hoodie and the comforting arm that had been put around him by Gundam at some point. Once the credits for the movies had begun the roll, Nagisa was out like a light against Gundam's side. His legs tucked in and practically in the fetal position. His breath was slow and even and his body going dead weight. Hajime had rested his head on Gundam's shoulder, a yawn escaping him as he grabbed the remote to turn off the TV. It was finally time for bed as Gundam was careful to stand up, picking up Nagisa gently and holding him quite securely to his chest. The boy stirred, if only for a moment, to hold on to his dad before they were, went back to his own bedroom. Nagisa Hajime tailed behind them, yet stayed at the end of the hall as Gundam entered, not, entered Nagisa's room, setting the kid down in his bed and tucking him in. The emo hummed, kissing the boy's forehead, whispering a goodnight, my prince, before he left the room, shutting the door, shutting the door as quietly as he could. There, Hajime waited. A goofy grin spread across his face. What? You're gonna spoil that kid, Gundam, Hajime let out a chuckle. Nagisa has been through hell and back, and has fought demons that neither you or I will even begin to fathom in our dreams. Gundam stated, a bit of a sadness speaking through his voice. I think he deserves to be spoiled, just a little bit. Hajime only nodded, not knowing exactly how to respond to such a comment. Well, come on now, I know you are also exhausted. Gundam took Hajime's hand, leading them to the master bedroom. Are you gonna tuck me in and tell me a bedtime story too? Gundam Hajime joked. Maybe you are the one I have spoiled too much. <laughs>